0: What's up, friends? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. We're excited for you to join us today. Uh, Today we give a little New Year's Eve recap and talk about our thoughts on the New Year's resolution concept. And we talk about what we think is the most effective way to approach your goals for the new year. um, Ways you can kind of refine your goals throughout the entire year. We talk about just the approach to take on that. Uh, so like, what else we get into?
1: We get into uh, how to make a positive attitude contagious, even if um, you know you might not be having the best day, maybe someone you deal with, whether it's work, client, customer, patient. Uh, maybe they're not having the best day. Giving that quick jolt of positivity to just help them make make them feel a little bit better that day. If you're not feeling it, focus on someone else instead of your own thing. And uh, i give a few examples on how I kind of tie that into my work day Maybe it's not every day, but if someone I think needs that little extra something, um, if they share more than what physically is going on, maybe there's those outside forces that that causes stress or discomfort and just giving them a little bit of relief from that, how that can be uh, really contagious and really go a long way. So uh, we hope you guys take a f- take away a few uh, few benefits from this episode and uh, hope you guys enjoy. I was watching, um, watching slash listening. Did you ever hear? I don't know how I missed it, but the episode where he has a guy who did 22 years on death row for a crime he didn't commit.
0: Oh, Nikki Aris? Yeah. Yeah, I listened to that one.
1: one. I listened to, uh, it was like the 40 minute clip of where he gave like the full rundown of, now I need to go back and listen to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I missed that episode, but that was incredible. Yeah. Like talking about where's, He got set, what was it, Huntington? I think that's what he said it was, first place he went to, Huntington, when he was first uh, charged at, like, age 20. And he said that's, like, the hardest place you go. And for, like, murder he didn't commit.
0: Yeah, and just a lot of unlucky things happening to him. Yeah,
1: and he, uh, first part of his sentence, I forget what they called it, but you literally could not speak a word. You couldn't say anything. Otherwise you get the shit beat out of you. And so he said for the first two years of, of that he made sure he didn't say a word and I don't know what happened after that, but I think he started to just either get used to it or, or what, but um he was transferred to like even worse places. There was one section where there were what well, I think they called it like the shoe. There were like forty something. Of him, like the worst of the worst, and still bear in mind he's not one of the worst of the worst. He was falsely accused, and man, and he he talked about changing his mindset about letting the person he was die. And he was like, all right, <clears throat> he's like, who I was, I was a coward, I was an addict, all this shit, and he was like, I was a liar, and he's like, I finally told myself, all right, I'm gonna have nice words to say. I'm going to have some beautiful things to say when, when I'm up there. He goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk the walk. I didn't, I didn't commit this murder, but I'm going to die for it. And he's like, my goal was to just ha- have more grace. And when I got up there, I was going to have what I needed to say, and I was going to be at peace with the rest. And he's like, God takes care of all of it. So it's pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah, that's the definition
0: of living in the moment right there. I couldn't imagine... heart and soul into that that speech.
1: Yeah, I couldn't imagine the hatred coming out of that. 22 years of your life. Charged when he was 20 years old. Like, instead of doing this, in the hardest prisons ever. Wrongly. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how there's, like... I'm sure he had to have some hatred to get over, but man, yeah. I couldn't imagine trying to get over that. And like the there's no of, sum of money that you can be paid, like, you know, it,
0: the feeling that no one believes you either.
1: Right. That would be tough. Takes a lot of emotional strength. That would be tough. Like, well, no one can take my word for anything.
0: Mm-hmm. You have no power and no flexibility. The life you lived before that, where you could do anything you want, you can't do that anymore can't have free thoughts. It's crazy. That people trust him.
1: Dude's married though. He's mm-hmm. like, turned his life around. Dude overcame, but fuck. 22 years on death row. He said, yeah. I think he said he had 105 and death penalty. And there were like some other things that went on, like that he was talking about. It was, it was like a 40 minute breakdown of everything. But yeah, Nick Aris, that was that's incredible I need to go re-listen to that whole episode because that was that was intense dude mm-hmm. so but yeah man I love Joe Rogan he always has good people fantastic questions Kanye though that's gonna be an interesting one yeah having Kanye on there
0: well, Joe Rogan fit Kanye's criteria he said I want a member of the media who isn't biased either way There you I go. I just wanna talk about openly with mental health with someone
1: yeah I think that's Joe Rogan I think he plays yeah. both sides well did, uh,
0: Think how many streams that one's going to get. That one will probably get stupid.
1: the most. Ever. Yeah. Most ever. For a podcast. Oh. 100%. 100%. The
0: amount of, of new shows that would take to fill the amount of viewers for that episode.
1: Oh, I can't stupid. Wait to see it. Stupid. Did they say when they're going to do that one?
0: No, they haven't. narrowed a date yet. He announced it yesterday. It's coming in 2019.
1: Uh, man, it sucks because like, most of those are like middle of the day. Yeah. And I would just want to, yeah, yeah, I, I would want to live stream that so bad, but I'll be like,
0: Hey boss, I'm at
1: work. not feeling so well today. Hey doc, I need this on the TV. I need this yeah. to go up all day. Sorry. Need to watch this. Yeah. That would go well.
0: Everyone's a fan of Kanye, right? Yeah. No, I feel like both haters and fans will be listening to that one for sure.
1: I just don't give a shit, more haters, but I'm more interested in how the conversation goes.
0: Mm-hmm. About mental health itself.
1: Yeah. Ooh.
0: We'll definitely have to recap that episode.
1: Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. I'm looking real for we should, we should watch that one. <laughs> hmm We should definitely watch that one. Without a doubt. How uh I'll ask anyway, even though I was with you, but how was your New Year's?
0: Good man. Spent it with my co host. It my- was
1: fun, man. I had a good time at your place. I always have a good time here.
0: Yeah. We had a good group of people over. Wasn't wasn't too many people. But to the point where we could we could all participate participate in the same game.
1: Yeah, that's good. Good group. I love what's that one we were playing on the ping pong table. Javier. Javier. Ah, oh, it's such a good game.
0: Yeah, any game that's gonna bring out the competitive edge, I'm all for it. <laughs>
1: that. But not
0: too competitive.
1: And uh, slap cup. Boom. Mm-hmm. Boom gets me pretty competitive. Yeah.
0: It's good time. Good celebration of the year. Yeah, we didn't even make it out. What are your top three favorite New Year's snacks?
1: Top three New Year's snacks? Yeah,
0: like or yeah,
1: New Year's snacks. Whatever's out when I get there.
0: Ooh. Gotta <laughs> no, gotta I go mean, with the meatballs.
1: Um The meatballs you had were incredible. Mm-hmm. And I will say this, uh, <coughs> they were so good getting choked up. Uh I can't eat them because of like my dairy allergy and goes against all my health and wellness and shit but those uh the pigs in the blanket the little wieners Mm. and the and the dough Mm. oh dude i gotta say those are a game changer of a snack yeah like there's just you see those at the party you go to and and you buckle up you're like okay now i know who these kinds of people are now i know where we're about to go
0: there's two kinds of people
1: yep and when you have those on your side
0: okay i like that one you are in I'm, my my other one I'm gonna say a buffalo chicken dip.
1: <sighs> yeah, that's a good one. Also can't eat that because of all the cheese, but that's a good one too. Mm-hmm. That's a real good one. I'm trying to think of what else I've had in the past, like past New Year's parties, like puppy chow. That's Ooh. been at that New Year's things before.
0: The white fingers.
1: Hmm. Oh yeah. I'm trying to think of what else. Everyone always has like different dips and stuff and mm-hmm. this and that, but. Man, the meatballs, those pigs in a blanket. (laughs) So good. And some puppy chow. Yeah, breakfast of champions.
0: Without a doubt, man. Without
1: a doubt. But it kind of varies. Like, depends on. Like, I scope out the whole, like, smorgasbord for that party. And then I assess. I'm like, Mm -hmm. all right, let's see what we're really gonna attack. This is good at this time of night. This is good before we drink this one. Oh, don't dang. eat this before. You put a lot of thought into it. Well, sometimes. Because it's like if we're playing Javier, there's a lot of a lot of chugging you doing. Or yeah. boom, then it's like, okay, don't have any of this before I know we're going to do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You Map know? out the night. Or it's like, or you're like back and forth in between some pong. You can sneak, sneak like a chip and salsa here and there, and you're going to be fine. But if you're going to put the booze down, you got to hold on the food. Mm-hmm or is like okay I need to sit this one out so I can eat some of this to get some food. Mm. I really don't put that much thought into it. Now I'm just thinking about it, but you do have to you got to strategize a little bit cuz so, it's easy to get hung up on on all the good snacks before you know it you feel like shit and it's like oh I can't drink anymore. Not where you want to be.
0: That's true. You also got to ask the supply demand question. How how long is this food item going to be open for? Is it going to be so good that people that people take it all? That's what that's where you got to do your market research. Ask the host. Hey, do you have do you have extra of that? How and you cool thought I was it?
1: thinking? Hey, <laughs> you do you have was, extra of this by chance? Yeah, I'm so just asking that out for a too.
0: You got 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 to keep that in consideration. Mm. You don't want to sit on something that's going to be gone.
1: So like the pigs in a blanket, that's gone fast. That's something you want to yeah, get up front. Well strategized, nice. We're bringing a whole new type of, of way to New Year's Eve parties. Yeah.
0: Just like you should assess a room for any type of situation. Food situation is, is important. I'm going to I'm gonna think about that a little extra harder next time.
1: Hmm. Yeah, maybe make a quote out of that one. Life is like assessing food at parties. I don't know. I don't know how we'd start that, but we'll get yeah, there. We'll find something. It. Think about it. Cool. But it was good. Um, yeah, had a blast. Uh do you have New Year's resolutions, Tim? Do you do that?
0: Uh, Are you gonna all year round. I do.
1: Resolute. Ooh, Tim's better than everybody.
0: No. <laughs> I try to make myself better than myself I all like year that. round.
1: I like that. So what's the the biggest thing you're about to embark on changing?
0: Make more sales, man, for my job. Okay. I want to put in more calls because obviously you got to put in a certain amount of calls. I think it's a matter of just increasing my chances by I just want to increase my numbers in terms of the amount of people I reach out to. Right. while we do here, no, not right now a lot of the time. The more the more people you network with, the more people you reach out to, the higher likely chance uh, of you closing something cuz I it's mean more averages. So I think I mean and and network with people in more creative ways too. So yeah. no, ne- A, network with more people and two network with more people in creative ways I think I'm gonna utilize LinkedIn a lot more this year in terms of networking with people and reaching out to people okay. uh, other than email
1: yeah I know we've talked to LinkedIn I've underutilized LinkedIn right I should
0: and try be like, on it more but try more unorthodox ways of getting in touch with people I don't know I'm I've, I've been thinking haven't thought of anything specifically but that's the biggest thing for the for this coming year just increase my network
1: fair enough I like that
0: that's the first, if I'm going from a professional standpoint.
1: Yeah. Professionally, I'll probably, well, this year we're going to make a lot of changes. So trying to add nutrition to my piece, um, starting with like a gut health masterclass and then going from there into nutrition coaching. So that's going to be big time professionally. And then, as silly as this may sound, I want to stretch more. Mm. Like, so personal thing. I want to stretch a lot more. Like, it's not like a a new resolution. It's just last couple weeks. I'm like, man, I need to try to do something before bed every night. Like, mm. stretch after my workouts, but it's not enough. Like, I need something else. Like a longer session. Like David Goggins does, like two hours a night. I'm not trying to do that. that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a lot. That's a, that's a lot of of uh, stretching, but. I need to be more flexible, just like improve range of motion, mm-hmm. get, try to get rid of certain dysfunctions and imbalances. And so trying to do more of that daily. Mm-hmm. Even though I do some at work, like I need some where it's specifically focused on that for like 20, 30 minutes. And I've, sure. uped, I've upped the sauna too, and that was a goal of mine. Mm-hmm. And I've upped that, so. I don't know. Small things here and there. Been trying to get... Holidays were tough. Trying to get back on my my solid regiments. But, yeah, I think big thing right now is flexibility. Because it's bad. It's really bad.
0: Yeah. You and I both, man. I think I need to do the same. It's really Stretching. Bad. So,
1: yeah. Other than that, we're still... Whatever needs to be improved on, when it needs to be improved, we'll make the changes. Right. So, first of the year. Middle of the year, quarter one, two, three, four, it doesn't matter.
0: Right. And there's so many things to be improved upon within ourselves. Try, try to keep it as simple as possible. I, I'm so quick to list out like five to ten things because right. there's a lot of things that need to be improved upon. But keep it simple this year.
1: Well, and they need to be like lifestyle changes too.
0: Mm-hmm. Things that will impact other areas of your life because you improved that one point.
1: Right. Yeah. And it's like, so doing cardio like 30 minutes a day that's scheduled like a lifestyle change would be like all right if you took your dog on an extra walk that day and that's Mm -hmm. your quote-unquote cardio yeah that's just a lifestyle thing Mm -hmm. so it's easier when you change something like maybe you add like a couple stretches to your morning like that's just a small little lifestyle thing where over time you benefit a lot Mm -hmm. from and it's easier to maintain yeah like all these crazy diets like it's not really sustainable. Mm. Um, that's a diet, not a lifestyle change. Cause you're just oh fuck this, I'm done. All right, my thirty days are up. I'm out. So it's good. I need I need to figure out how to do that better though. Making things that not oh I gotta do this. I know it's good for me, but I gotta do this. Like not so burdensome. Mm-hmm. If that's a word, I think that's a word. Right. I will right, we'll make it a word.
0: Yeah, I like it. Yeah. No and. In- That's good. I like that. And I mean, going off of New Year's resolutions, I love New Year's resolutions, but I think it's important for us to continue to sculpt our goals throughout the course of the year and revisit them, not just plan out, hey, I'm going to set goals on this date for the year. I think it's an important thing to revisit and modify. And obviously, as you achieve your goals for the year, you don't want to just be like, oh, knock it off. I guess I'm done for the year. I mean, if you achieve your goal, whether it's short term or long term, it's always good to revisit those and keep that keep that same energy that most people just bring into the new year and then let it die off. Yeah. Say level it out a little bit, be set smart goals, like realistic ones that are achievable. Keep them simple and revisit them. Right. And keep it somewhere that's going to be visible to you every day. Right.
1: Yeah. And I think uh, I've written some down before and just failed at it. I think I need to write smaller ones down of like, so do this by this time or like read this book. By end of January, read this book by the end of February, and mm. like write certain things with a timeline. Otherwise, I think for me, just writing a list is just writing a list. Mm. Like I need to have like something set to do that. Like once it's put in motion, then I'm good. Mm. Just gotta give it a little push. Yeah,
0: there's one that I wrote down that. Well, if you go up to my desk, if you see the blue sticky note. It's been there since fall of last year same one you know what it says Uh -uh. i want to become become a top-notch salesman top-notch salesman i want to grow and build with my organization that's Mm -hmm. what's written on it i i can't promise i have looked and read it every day i try to but it's been there for over a year I, i look at it most days
1: what are your credentials for that and how long do you think you'll have that posted i
0: think i'm gonna have it posted i mean as i grow and build with the organization I'm with, it's always going to be there. I think there's always new heights I can take myself to. I don't think there's a, there's an end game for it. I think that's the most exciting thing about it. Cause I can always become a better salesman.
1: Right. So what are your parameters for that? Like when you know, like, all right, I just became a better salesman. Like what's that look like?
0: I'd say when I see, I mean, when I gain more clients, when I sell more accounts, when I see quarter to quarter improvement of how many accounts I've sold. Okay. And I think the important thing is identifying the things that I'm not so good at mm-hmm. and improving upon those, but also at the same time, doubling down on my, on my real skills or on the ones that I'm good at. I think the biggest thing that I want to work on this year from a sales perspective, a professional, mm-hmm. that's going to allow me to achieve the goals I want to is better on the phone, calling people on the phone.
1: Cause what do you struggle with now on the phone?
0: Oh, just making it a more natural conversation. Ah. It's tough. It
1: is, I, dude, phone sucks. <laughs> dude,
0: I, no, I, I grew up like I'm a really outgoing person, but yeah. I definitely grew up being shy, like, calling people out of the blue. And it's something that you need to be able to do well in sales to be successful. Right. And I'm good at it. Like, I'm good at it right now, but I could be way better, and I could make more calls, what I'm saying. Sure. And being more creative about it, too. Like, not approaching a phone call the same way every time. Like, adapting my style to who I'm calling, what the situation is. Uh, one of my coworkers, Brian, he told me, he's like, Every sales call you make, and I've said on this podcast before, you Mm -hmm. should relate it to a golf shot. No golf shot's the same. You're going to have to take a different club. You're going to have to take a different approach on the call. I think just the more I I make calls, the better I'm going to get at doing that. But I think that's the biggest thing I need to work on. I like that. And the biggest thing I'm going to focus on.
1: I'm shit at golf, but I like that analogy.
0: Right. And, dude, it's tough because, like, I'm trying to figure out the best way to do that. I've just been... talking to myself a lot of the time and going through talking to myself and seeing how I sound mm-hmm. sometimes I even record my voice to like I, I'll record and I'll go back and listen to it I'll be like is this a voicemail someone would, would like hearing is this a voice someone would enjoy talking to yeah I think the more confident I get and the more I study kind of weird as it sounds study my own voice I think it'll help me become a better cold caller. No, I've done well. that
1: so I've done that for we do some, it on this podcast same reason yeah yeah, yeah that um Comedians do it, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the phone is also just tough. Phone is really tough, but at least you know like that's your thing mm-hmm. that you gotta that you gotta hit, right? So, like that. At least you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything else I'm pretty. I like where I'm at at, but could be better. But that's the one thing I want to
1: elevate. Yeah. Do you ever do any like, uh, like? mock runs with other people you work with like mock calls or anything or not as much as i'd like to though yeah
0: we we've done it like when we'd have our friday meetings where the sales team would gather at the office we would go through things like that in the afternoon for our training session but Mm -hmm. we didn't we weren't doing it every week i wish
1: i don't know if you had like someone like that you're kind of cool with you could text me like hey you just want to like work on stuff for like an hour maybe 30 minutes i
0: should do that I should. That's one thing that I can do to that, to improve it. And yeah. I think that's a great idea.
1: And just like, yeah, even 20, 30 minutes, like, hey, let's just take a break, meet up here, let's run through our yeah. pitch or whatever you guys call it, mm-hmm. and then critique.
0: And list out, like, common objections that I'd hear mm-hmm. and know how to combat them. Mm-hmm. People can do that with that or big presentations they're going into. Think about the ways people will refute what you're saying or ask about and have everything ready. That's a good you're inspiring me as we're talking right now, man. Well, I love am trying.
1: It. What's the biggest um, rebuttal, I guess? Is there a certain point in your pitch or a certain topic you hit where you always have, like, well, here we go? Like, is there a most common one? And or do you have one that really threw you for a loop where you're like, oh, shit.
0: Well... The biggest thing that's probably the toughest to overcome, but not so much because I practice a lot, is a lot of people say, "Oh, I've been with this current provider for forever. They've they've been with us forever. Like, okay. I, I see no point in changing." That's the biggest challenge I faced on here because people don't like change in general,
1: and it's loyalty too.
0: Yeah, loyalty, consistency, and even even like some people are more loyal to their vendors than other people, but. That's the biggest thing is get convincing someone who's been like, oh, we're happy. We're fine. We've been with them forever. And taking that and digging deeper and understanding, oh, why have you been with them for forever? Oh, what makes them so good? And sometimes people have a good answer. That's when you can tell if they're actually really being serviced well. Like people will list stories about how vendors have done a good job. And that's, that's fine. But some people will be like, oh, I mean – If you really ask the right question be like hey name a time I mean what have they done that's so good and they can't really think of anything that kind of opens up the conversation like oh there is opportunity to have something better and then a lot of times when people have been with people for a long time I mean offering that cost comparison oh when's the last time you looked at your market value for your services something like that Hmm. I think that's the biggest thing overcomes people who have been with people for a while and are reluctant to change Um, really kind of opening their eyes and seeing what they've been missing because maybe it's been good service, but maybe they've been missing out on great service because they've been they thought they've had the best answer this whole time.
1: Have you had accounts you've had to walk away from because they were truly happy with who they were with?
0: Yeah, I mean that happens a lot, man. Because really, I like my goal for every person I approach is I want to make sure you have the best service and that you're taken care of. Yeah. And I always believe that my company does it better. But sometimes if you if you have the right answer for something, the cost and the inconvenience to switch to someone else is greater than than the cost to stay with someone like you, you just got to you got to make them see that the bundle of benefits is greater than the bundle of sacrifices to stop what they've had and switch over to you cuz it is a hassle to switch providers but if you give them a compelling reason that's a, that's a big thing hmm. and that's where probing and asking what's actually really important to them and if they're actually getting or being fulfilled from their current provider in that area that's
1: very valuable to them so once you kind of see that that hesitation, that pause, you know that you have a foot in right now. Mm-hmm. So and looking then, at body language too, it's a yeah. big thing. So at that point, is there like kind of internal you like, all right, let's reel it in now, mm-hmm. to where you kind of have your route where you know where you're gonna take the conversation. Yeah. At that point, yeah, yeah.
0: And the biggest thing is like. People like are so like the number one objection here is, oh, we're fine. We're happy. We're good. We're good. Mm -hmm. Things like that. But that's where reading body language comes into play. If people, if people touch their nose, their mouth or their neck when they say that, that automatically tells me, oh, they're, they're hiding
1: something. And at the higher on the face that they go,
0: Mm -hmm. if people cover like their mouth or nose in any way, it's kind of symbolic because they would kind of, they're embarrassed of what they're saying in a small degree. So they'll cover up their mouth while they're saying it. And I've, I've even found myself doing this when I'll say something that I'm not the most 100% confident in. Because, I mean, I've done that before. I'll say something that I kind of believe, but not really. And I find myself touching my nose and mouth when I do it. Or, like, touching my neck when I do it.
1: You want to play poker next weekend? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bro, I'm not good at poker, but I would be probably the best at the table at reading the body language. Yeah. I'd hope. Pretty good poker player. But I guess good poker
1: players can do that in the first place. That's... Uh... That's cool, though, that you have. Man, I bet that's a good feeling, though. When someone, when you know that they're actually not happy. Right. I bet that's kind of a cool feeling. Like, all right, here we go.
0: Yeah. And that's where just probing and asking the small questions to.
1: hmm.
0: Yeah. Ask questions that are going to make people recall something, not recite
1: something. It's kind of how I go on with it. So, when my brief time in, in sales like a big thing one of the things i struggled with which i didn't know i had an issue with until like training and then you work with other people was kind of staying like super juiced up about what you were selling or 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 after and not that i didn't love or believe in what i was selling i believed fully like i'm going to use it myself when i'm able uh they were, they were replacement window systems for, for the audience. But, like, they're windows that when I have my own house, like, I would love to be able to throw in because I think they're that awesome. So, mm-hmm. it wasn't a lack of that. I loved and believed in it. But, like, I don't want to say it was an attitude, but some days just struggling to keep the juice. Well, I don't know. I don't know if, if you think maybe that does fall into attitude, but some days it's just, man, juice is not there today.
0: Oh, yeah. I... I had days like that for sure. There are some days that are slower than others. That's the nature of sales though. Mm -hmm. Like sales is hard and you know that there's Mm going to be days where you're not having the best day compared to your other ones. Like nothing, nothing's leading anything. No calls are going well. You may receive bad news that you lost an account. That's the way it goes though. But you also have those times where you're like, especially heightened and happy about something and That's the nature of sales is you gotta be realistic with yourself and be like, hey, like there are gonna be times this year that are gonna be tough and gonna make me not wanna do this or where I'm not doing well or things seem bad. You gotta be realistic and realize that you're gonna have those days, but know how to make good out of those days.
1: So how do you like when So you know what the feeling of like that small win, that victory, Mm -hmm. you sounding kinda like, yes. I'm really good like this is you this feel is like it.
0: you feel like you can sign any count
1: yeah. after that believe me so say you just get on this cold streak <clears throat> and it's just it's negativity it's it's not happening you're not feeling it say it's a few days say it's a week and then you're just your attitude is just shot and you're just mm-hmm. like man I cannot get a break I'm practicing I think I'm doing well and I just it's it's not happening and then maybe you reach out to a coworker. maybe you don't maybe someone says something maybe they don't but your attitude starts to kind of dwindle and when that goes that affects other people and that in turn other people don't want to be around that they don't feed off that how do you keep that in check or how do you recognize when you're starting to get into that mm-hmm. because sometimes when you're in it it's hard to tell
0: yeah yeah i can yeah i can usually that's the first step is being aware and i can usually tell when that kind of creeps up
1: so like how how do you how are you able to know like all right, I need to straighten it out because we're going down this road. Yeah. Like well, so, what are some signs for it you? There,
0: straighten it out. There's a. I mean, if if you're not getting the results you want, change something. Change something small. I think the definitions definition of insanity is if you're not getting the results you want, you keep on doing the same way you've been doing it right. over and over and over again. So but, it's
1: like a small thing you would change.
0: The way I follow up with people. if I, Because I notice when I'm not doing as well in sales, my follow-up skills aren't as good. Because hmm. believe me, there's a lot like... I walk into 20, 25 businesses a day. It's tough to let a couple or two slip here and there in terms of when following up with someone. And definitely follow up with someone when you say you're going to follow up with someone. Mm-hmm. But there are times when I've set checkpoints for me to follow up with people and I might have missed them because I'm not perfect and do me being more diligent about doing that with every account and being more precise with things making those small changes I've noticed I wasn't following up as well be more diligent about following up with people because it's easy to lose sight of that you're not going to get an account by following up with someone you're right. going to get an account by consistently following up with following up with someone over time and that's where Instead of looking at the top of the stairs and looking at all the money and the commission that comes with selling accounts, look at the steps ahead, and focus on those small steps in regards to relationship building. Because the rest will come, but rela- it all starts with relationship building. Following up. Okay. That's one small change that I've I've, I've thought about, and so- and that change can relate to following up or my presentation with a cold call, the, the way I word things. Altering small things like that. There's a lot of different okay. things that I can change within my regimen to make, to, if things aren't going my way.
1: Yeah, right on. So, like when when that starts to affect mood and attitude towards the job, maybe it creeps into your mood and attitude towards things outside the job. How do you kind of reel that back in, re harness, refocus that? Like, all right, more positive attitude. We got to start doling this out some more. Because you're not always going to be positive all the time. Mm-hmm. So, how, oh, do you, yeah. how do you, how do you, bounce back
0: right no i think it's it's a constant reminder that you need to keep on reminding yourself when and be aware of when you're dropping into a time like that and be like your, your personal brand is the way people perceive you and your personal brand never takes a break people are always watching your every move when you interact with them and sometimes i forget that but i had that belief instilled in my in my head like hey People are watching your actions at all times. And while you may forget that, you forgot it yesterday, Tim. You need to reel that, that back in and prove on to that. Gotcha. Because I'm not perfect. There are days where I, I, things may not be going as well. And my outer directive may not, my outer, the way I treat people may not be as good as other days. Right. I, I'm always real with people, but the way my body language comes off, that's where, that's what dwindles on the days where I'm not as positive
1: yeah okay
0: and i think we'll get into it but like one of the things one of the ways you spread positivity is confidence so if you're not getting as many sales your confidence dwindles a little bit so Mm -hmm. i think it's a confidence thing too when you're not as confident you're not as positive i think i think those two things are correlated so that's i I think that's interesting picking out the small things that made me positive in the first place i need to reel those things back in instead of oh be more positive oh but what made me more positive i was more confident so i need to be more i need to get that confidence back and how do you get that confidence back change the small stuff yeah you define your small wins oh i made i made 10 cold calls to 10 more cold calls today than i did yesterday that's a win just got to define your small wins when you're not feeling confident what your wins are,
1: huh? It's
0: all about perspective. Yeah, you, the way you frame success in your mind.
1: No, I like the I like the confidence to positivity tie. You
0: know what I'm saying on that? Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's like a fine line either way because you go too far on either side, and we've talked about this before. Like it can it can be addictive like to someone else it's contagious like I've one one of those like metal uh, kind of road sign type deals in my room says good vibes are contagious so are the bad ones yeah and so I think that that's good that we kind of got into this because those are easy to get into and hard to get out of um, but yeah we, we've you know one bad seed We're just someone with a bad attitude, whether it's towards another person, the boss, whatever it is, but then the opposite too. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in an office full of like the docs I work with, we're pumped, we're jazzed up. We don't always have the best days. We all have our days, but when you're still in that good environment, your bad days aren't as bad. Right. But knowing how to identify those and get out of those, changing the small things, like that's. That's key. I need to do better at that. Mm-hmm. So we all can. Good tips. Good tips. Can. Appreciate that.
0: Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you see as a direct tie to positivity?
1: Direct ties. We said confidence.
0: Yeah. I think gratitude is another one.
1: Yeah. I believe. I believe that. I mean, like days.
0: I'll, days where. My attitude's down. But like, okay, gratitude. I work for a great company. I'm alive. I woke up this morning. I yeah. have the health and energy to get in and out of my car and walk around.
1: I tie gratitude more to happiness. Mm-hmm. But I guess... So,
0: happiness is At the end of it, it's
1: all kind of like intermingled. But like, you can't be truly happy if you're not truly grateful.
0: Yeah. So if I you think say, oh yeah, I'm and grateful,
1: and then you're unhappy as shit... You're not truly grateful for things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, there's still points where I'm like, all right, I just got to be thankful I've a roof and a and pillows. Mm-hmm. Or are like, I've heat in my truck. Small stuff like that. It's like, all right, I have a. So I have a patient whose son is doing a couple years in. Oh nuts! Real poverty ridden country and home for a couple weeks for, you know, the holidays. And uh, I guess he was struggling with seeing all the options we have for everything, all the resources we have. And it made me think of a time. So good family friends of ours whose son is in in med school and he was originally going to finish med school and go to Haiti because he did a lot of mission trips in Haiti helping people there. And I, I think he's going to stay in the States now after he finishes med school, but he's still going to do his trips. His wife does those trips with him. And so my aunt, she was telling us one time that they were in a grocery store soon after he got back from one of these trips. And he just started, he just broke down, and started crying. And it was because he saw all these options we have in the grocery store everything at at our disposal. We just we grab it off the shelf, and there it is and it's just that's the complete opposite of a lot of countries still we have clean water let's start there countries still don't have clean water Mm -hmm. and so and so it's interesting of like we lose all that it's like how long was your hot shower today i had a pretty nice hot shower today (laughs) yeah like we always want more as -hmm. human beings and So back to yeah Be grateful and you're more positive about things. So yeah, mm-hmm. I guess it'll tie I think it'll tie to outlook You know if you're grateful like wow, I Appreciate that. So I have appreciation. I'm more positive towards things. I don't have everything don't need everything So yeah, I guess so they all circle together at mm-hmm. some point. Yeah So it's just I guess words definitions man relativity yeah relativity perspective but yeah no positive attitude I think especially with with your line of work and when you're dealing with people all day um, you have to be on you just got to be on but be grateful be happy be positive it's not always easy mm-hmm. shit some days you just want to be negative Nancy some days right One positive conversation can overshadow a day full of shit that went wrong. True. It's
0: another thing to look at.
1: If you have a bad day, talk to a random person. Yeah. Talk to a stranger Mm -hmm. in an elevator. Yeah. Never know. You never know. Never know. Maybe someone will say you look good when you're at a stoplight (laughs) on the street. I don't know. Not saying it's ever happened. Maybe it has. But you never know. Yeah. Might make you feel real good that day. Hey, you look good. <laughs> I shouldn't reference episodes that I don't remember which number of episode it is. That was one of the first. Think, yeah. Like, Through five. When we were I, recording downtown. 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 Uh. Maybe I'll hold on my singing career. <laughs> now your strengths. <laughs> <laughs> and no your weaknesses facts that's some that's some high quality H2O alright man anything else you want to hit Uh, I think we're good All right, everybody hope you had a nice New Year's hope you have some good uh, resolutions for New Year's and the days coming after that we appreciate you listening Uh, thank you for your time for your ear Tim stay positive on that note Until next time.